right. Welcome to Puro Pinche Sports. I am your host, Jose Garza, alongside my co-host, Arturo Ibarra. And tonight we have a special guest, a man who is not afraid to cheer for a team outside the state, a man who is not afraid to bear hug you because he's just that strong. That man is Sugar Trey Parker. What's going on, brother? What's up, guys? How y'all doing? What's up, man? Art, how are you doing tonight? Dude, I think this is the highlight of the day, you know? Like, after having a hard day at work and just getting my ass handed to me for something that I didn't even do, you know? You know, I get to talk about sports now. so You know what? I don't believe you. I think you did it. All right, I'm just going to say it right now. Oh, no, trust me. This time it wasn't me. I don't know you that well, Art, but I can see you did it for sure. Uh-huh, sure. Got caught. Yeah, <laughs> you get caught, right? You get caught red-handed. Trey, how are you doing, man? How are you? First I'm good, time on the pod, I'm assuming? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, Ooh. man. I'm excited, man. Real excited. So let's get it. All right, man. Well, it's it's let's simple enough, guys. Let's start talking about it. Last night, game six of the World Series. You got the Houston Astros hosting the Atlanta Braves. New champions walked out, and it didn't involve any trash cans. Trey, give me your thoughts, man, about like the run that both teams had to get to this point and the series itself. Man, I'll be honest with you. Uh, the Strohs, they played a good game. I wish the series would have gone to seven. Uh, but the one thing that I laughed at was a lot of people were saying, you know, they were cheaters and this and the other. And yeah, okay, maybe they did a little bit, which was mm-hmm. wrong. But obviously they made it back again. So there's got to be some skill involved there, you know. It's not just the cheating. Um, no, man, no. I'm real happy with the uh, with the Braves the way they did it. They they overcame a lot, uh, a lot of injuries, especially you know towards the end right there, man. It it was cool to see. So I'm, I'm excited for the Braves. Now, if you think about it, man, like there was what like maybe two or three players that were left from the original team where they were mm-hmm. cheating. So it, it's a whole new team. Exactly. But yet again, the Braves just swept the floor. God, it was bad, man. It was, it was bad. Nope, they couldn't get anything on bases, man. It was it was crazy. I think At the home li- too. <laughs> I think the lineup change too for the Braves kind of helped. Kind of like, oh, for sure. Know, it just made the difference there. Um, overall, though, you know, going back to like the fact that they got caught cheating. Clearly, they're back there. They're not that same team no more. They didn't have to use the trash cans, the cameras, whatever, et cetera. You have to come up with. Are the Astros good enough to come back to the World Series again next year? Are they the best team in that conference? Personally, I think so. Man, they got a lot of talent, a lot of talent. Um, and honestly, they some of the guys are still young too, you know. So, I mean, I could see it. I don't know if they'll make it World Series, but I know they can make it, you know, postseason. So, what about the Braves? Are they talented enough to repeat, or are they going to lose too many good players off free agency? Personally, man, it's hard to repeat in sports, man. I I don't see it personally. I mean, if you look at it, I think one of their pitchers, the the main guy, he's that that this was it. Like he's he's done that. He has an off season, and then he gets to resign wherever he wants. Um, So yeah, I mean, they could come back if they come back with the same team. But man, I I think the Astros do come back though. I I think they've shown that what last year they did it too. Mm -hmm. Uh, They didn't make it all the way, but yeah, they were they got a postseason for sure. I, I think they're a good team. They're, they're a team to watch out for in that. I mean, baseball's back. I mean, it's a lot of fun. Hopefully, controversies stop. You know, like, clearly we've had a lot of issues in the past with baseball where momentum's moving and it just crashes down. And it's just – baseball is one of those – it's it's a it's historic. It's pastime. It's, like, forever. We shouldn't neglect it. 
obviously here at Puerto Pinja Sports, we neglect it a lot because we don't talk about it enough. But anyways, right? it's something we should all be talking about. Um, overall, fun series. I think the Braves were the better team, obviously, and they won it four games to two. It is what it is. We got new champs. ATL finally didn't choke this time. I'm talking to you, Falcons. I'm talking to you, Hawks. <laughs> we got this shit. Now y'all have now you have some gold. Go to Magic City, boys. Have some fun. You'll probably see Lou Will there. Good, good shit. And the one thing I found uh, I found out today that was cool. I didn't know the the I mean the batting coach for Houston was the son of the Atlanta manager. I was yeah. like, man, that's kind of cool. It was a father son battle. That's right, Daddy Spank's son again. Yeah, <laughs> one last time. <laughs> All right, Trey, you know why you're here tonight. You know the reason we have brought you on. You are a Denver Broncos fan, (laughs) a main. This is your heart. This is your soul. I've seen you and the the greatest of happiness, and I've seen you at your lowest. (laughs) Oh, it's definitely a low point right now, my man. (laughs) Definitely, yeah. But let me ask you, well, before we go to the real question, was it is this lower than Super Bowl 49? No. Or 48, 48. Uh, I guess it's a different kind of low. Uh, the Super Bowl, you know, the Super Bowl was bad because we just got spanked right out the gate. Right. Uh, we had so much potential. I think we could have won it if it didn't start off bad. This is like a, like my heart hurts low. You know what I mean? Like mm. we lost the soul. That sucks. So. Yeah. So in case y'all haven't noticed yet, Von Miller has been traded to the Los Angeles Rams. So at this point, the Broncos, who have were at one point the Super Bowl 50 champions. And if since then, Trey, you tell me how you feel and tell me if I'm wrong about this. They have just fallen from grace slowly. Um, They can't find a QB to save their lives. Coaching has just been atrocious. Trey, your overall thoughts in the last eight years of the Denver Broncos. I know you've had real hopes for these quarterbacks that have come in, these coaches, the systems. Give me your thoughts as a Broncos fan. Uh, To be honest with you, man, uh, obviously everybody knew once Peyton was leaving again, it was going to be hard. But I thought we had some potential. Um, With the coaching staff, I think – Fangio could be a great coach. I think it's a lot of other things going on as well, um, to be completely serious. Uh, I also would have liked to see Drew Locke get his shot this year because I think that he had a lot of the uh, charisma going up. Now, don't get me wrong. I like Teddy. He's good. But I think Drew Locke could have been our guy this year, personally. Um, Obviously, we didn't get to see that chance, but, you know, it is what it is there. Do you blame more that's on the fact that they just brought in Teddy? They're like, you know what, we, he's had the experience, let's just use him? Or do you think that Teddy actually just beat him in training camp? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, obviously, Teddy has that experience, right? He's played for a number of teams. He's played for a while now. Uh, I just, again, I would have loved to see, to throw Drew out there for the first couple games. And if he's not doing something, then say, okay, Teddy, step in, let's take over, let's go. And that's, that's the crummy part about our season so far is we had a really easy first three games. Yeah. So very, very hidden how good we actually did. Because uh, I'm, I'm a true fan. you know I'm not going to be like, oh, the Broncos are going to win Super Bowl. Like, no, we're not. <laughs> no. Uh, but we, uh, it was kind of a false hope. So I, I think that was – I would love to see something else happen first. All right, what are your thoughts on the Broncos season so far and what's your thoughts on them? No, at, at the beginning of our – Takeouts, you know, I did tell you I, I like the Broncos. I thought they were going to surprise a lot of people. And uh, my brother is a Broncos fan too, you know, like 
Uh, I'm a Bears fan, so I'll go for the Bears. He goes for the Broncos, same thing. But he's he likes the Broncos, and he's same thing. He was saying, you know, I really like Drew Luck. I like where they're going. I like what they're doing. Uh, but it is kind of saddening that they just let Von Miller go. Like, okay, all right, here you go. You're hurt and everything. We need picks, whatever. I understand they're trying to uh, rebuild their team and everything. But that was a that was a phase to your to your deep like not just the defense, but I think your team franchise. That was, franchise. That was your franchise player so to just let him go and then more even that just that yeah Yeah. just to like you're letting him go to the to the rams which i'm saying the rams defense looks scary now which is scarier i'm I'm gonna see how they come out though you know now you have a lot of weapons there in the defense so we'll see how that how they work with each other maybe they'll hit heads maybe they'll work well but yeah um I, i like i said i like the broncos to to make it i even told Jose, I was like, dude, I, I think the Broncos take the Chiefs down uh, in one of the games. But now that the, the defense came out like this, I'm like, mm, I don't know, man. There, there's a lot of injuries on your secondary and everything, though. So. Definitely. No, definitely. And, I mean, even at our you know linebacking core, we just have a lot of injuries all around, which I think that's why they made the move is the, the part that sucks as a fan is it's kind of like giving up on the season. You know, we're, we're saying we're done. That's it. Let's trade away our, our star. Let's see what we can do for next year, you know. And I get it to an extent, but at the same time, like you said, he's our franchise guy, man. Like that's when you think of Broncos, you think of on, you think of mm-hmm. he's done. He's been with us his whole career. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm excited to see him with the Rams. I think him and Donald and Ramsey and all those guys, man, they're going to be scary, real scary. Uh, plus I do love the fact that they, he went back to 40, which is his high school number from DeSoto. So that was cool to see. But overall, I think it was a, uh, a sudden change that I wasn't expecting and I didn't want to happen. I don't think anybody was really expecting it to be quite honest with you. Um, overall, final question about going on with the Broncos right now, Trey, is John Elway the right person to be ahead of the team or the franchise? Man, I really want to say yes. I really do. Uh, because of what he did, you know, with the whole rebuild of our Super Bowl teams, both 48 and 50. Uh, but man, I, I don't know. Some of those decisions are kind of questionable recently. I, I really, I really don't know. I hope so. I think we'll turn it around. But again, going back to the Drew Lock Teddy thing, I think if we would have gone a different route, a lot of things would have been different in our in our season this year. Absolutely, the AFC is wide open too. Anything can still happen. Denver can still have a shot at the playoffs. There's there's nothing doubting it. I mean, the defense is going to be hurt. That's no question at this point, um, especially in a tough division where you got the Raiders who are looking really good, the Chargers, who have a little bit of setback, but you Chargers, know they're... Chargers are kind of scary, though. Man. Yeah, they're, they're they're uber talented. Of course, the Chiefs, former champions. I mean, regardless of what you think of them, and I know Art has huge doubts about them right now, and he's loving it. Honestly, uh, <laughs> I, I kind of agree with them, man. Their, their defense is perfect. Uh, Mahomes is playing kind of off the rails. I know he's doing some of his things that he does, but some of the things he, he throws up there is super questionable. So it's too much. That, that's the thing. It's too much. It's too flashy. You're not playing football anymore. Now you're just I don't know what you're doing, man. It's it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy, but it it's what got him into the dance. It got him into the picture of like MVPs into the Super Bowl and to being the guy who people thought was gonna replace as the face of the NFL from Tom Brady, which he's been here way too long for a lot of people. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. Good shit, guys. Um, moving on. Henry Ruggs the third, now former wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders. 
<sighs> Tuesday morning, going at 156 miles per hour, drinking, driving, inebriated, however you want to say it, killed a woman and her dog in a car accident. It's a terrible situation. It's horrific as can be. I mean, there's pictures of, and then there's, you know, comments about like how you hear the woman screaming before the, you know, the, the you know, she burns to death and stuff like that. Art, give me your thoughts, man, about the whole situation. I mean, clearly it's more than just his career. He's ruined a life. He's ruined multiple lives. What is your thoughts, man? You know, it, it, I mean, first of all, condolences, you know, like to the family and everything. It, it is saddening to hear that, especially knowing that, you know, the Raiders were going in a right direction. He was playing well. Um, but it's just not something to kind of joke around. And we talked about that in the last podcast, you know, like there were, uh, it was for Halloween and everything. We said, you know, like, make sure you don't drink and drive. And this is, this is the exact reason why we don't, we don't mess with that. Not, not even that, like you're putting your life in danger, first of all. Um, so to me in this situation, if, if you're driving 156 miles an hour, you're drinking and driving, you don't care for yourself. It's like, all right, if you don't care for yourself, how, how are other people going to care for yourself? How are other people going to respect you for that? And I, I think he, he did the worst in this situation, you know, like even if the lady or the young girl had, you know, nothing had happened to her, it, it's still not something that you go lightly. And I think this is going to pave the way for a lot of players in the NFL, not just the NFL, but overall. Uh, but yes, they're superstars and everything, but I, I tend to see that sometimes whenever something like this happens, it's just like, oh, okay, yes, you go, uh, you get a fine, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, we saw that with a lot of uh, players like, Kareem Hunt and everything, all the speculation. I think we're seeing that with Deshaun Watson right now, all of that. Yes, yet yet again, this is a little bit more of an issue of what happened because I know this is recently, but there needs to be implications for that. Like it's it's not something that people should take lightly, not even if you're a player or or, or anything, right? Like this is not something to joke around with. Right. Trey, your thoughts? Uh, like you said, man, he, it's, it's real sad. Again, they said his alcohol level was double what it should be. It was a 0.161, I believe. That's correct. Uh, which is, that's insane. Um, the part that frustrates me the most is if I'm not mistaken, he lost a buddy to drunk driving. I don't know if he was the driver or he was the person got hit, but mm -hmm. still you would think that that would be in the back of your mind every time you get behind the wheel and you drink, you know what I mean? So it's like, it, like he said, it's they're superstars, but they're not above everybody. Absolutely. Uh, and the fact that the Raiders did cut him makes me a little happy, but obviously you can't take back what just happened. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's all dude. It's, it's terrible. It's, there's nothing that could be done. Um, as a guy who's lost family to drinking and driving, I mean, and mind you, my family was the one that was doing the driving and drinking, so – um, I, I know that side of, of things, but yeah. like for just like it's insane the, the amount of people that think it's still okay to do it. That's the amount of people that still just overlook things. It's like, look, it doesn't matter like if you're a little bit drunk or a little bit, you know, anything like or you you've handled it before and you, you you've made it before. It doesn't matter, like especially in uh, in this case, a millionaire, a young man, twenty two years old, year old millionaire, bro. Now his life is ruined. Like, think about it. Nobody's gonna let that go. Nobody. Nobody, and no one should. And well, I, definitely not. But and I'm, and you and I, I ahead of you, and you're gonna make good money for your family, and you're done now. Ugh, it's awful. 
and I mean, you think about this. I mean, and, and it, it Twitter frustrates me so much because you got people that aren't actually trolling. They actually believe that he should be forget just automatically forgiven for this and just not even be punished for it because he's a young man who is going to learn from this. So I'm like, yeah, but what about the, the young woman? What about the woman that died? What about her dog? They they they, they burned to death. They don't have that choice anymore. They don't. They, that got taken away from them. She wasn't that far away from home. It's it's disgusting and sad. And the Raiders continued. And, and we're going to switch over now to a little bit of moral football aspect of things, um, because we, obviously we're not attorneys. We're not you know legally obligated to be able to talk about too much of things. But still, like going to the football aspect of things, the, this is horrible for the Raiders again. You lose you lose your head coach because of his racism, misogynism, homophobic uh, situation, and now you lose your sophomore wide receiver again, twenty two years old. Dude, he was balling. He was finally showing why they drafted him. They were they were doing good, and the Raiders now are now falling back. They're not in the position that they once were, and I don't know where they're mentally right now. It's it's got to be crushing them. I mean, any final thoughts before we move on? You know, man, it's it's kind of right now that you said that word mentally. You know, it we don't know why he got in the back of that wheel and did what he did. We don't know why he dragged himself to double that uh, percent of alcohol. Uh, but it, it is one of those things that okay, I, I know Trey mentioned. You know, like it should be in the back of your head. You know, like hey, my buddy died because of this same situation. Um, and we've seen that with some of the players now. We've seen that with Ridley. We've seen that with Sherman, where they have some type of mental issue or, or some type of uh, distress, life distress, that kind of causes them to do some or act in these stages of either rage or confusion or, or drunkenness, whatever you want to call it. This, if this is the same case as that, you know, like he maybe didn't have the same decision as and saying as uh, Calvin Ridley, you know what, I want to take, I want to step back. And because of my mental health issue, I'm going to uh, stay apart from football just until I feel better. Right. You know, if Henry Ruggs didn't have that, or like, I'm just putting that in situation now. What if that was the case with him and he didn't know how to acknowledge that or how to deal with that? You know, I, I feel like the NFL should look more into that prospect and see, okay, you know, did he have some kind of issues? Or are there players that, you know, there's something that's going on that's causing them to react or, or make that decision of doing st uh, stuff like that? Is there help for that? We know there's help in everything, but yet again, it's we don't know why he did it. But at the same time, we have to kind of give him the, the benefit of the doubt of like, okay, maybe he was going through something that doesn't make the right or the wrong, but you know, maybe he should have gotten help for something like that if that was the case. Yeah, definitely. Is there one like I'm gonna go with another question on this one? Is there like almost like like someone needs to be a leader of a team and like tell like talk to these kids like you know we can't have this or this is like a wake up call for everybody because I mean we're talking about multiple young millionaires coming out of college you know getting that first taste of like real money especially those you know those kids that came from you know NCAA they didn't get the money at the time now they are though the new ones the new generation they're gonna have that money but these young ones they don't have any. It, do we have enough mentors out there? The guys who have, who have played the years, like a Troy Palomalu, or um, you know, many more others that can guide these young stars. Like, do we have enough of that? Do you think well, that, that brings up a good point too? Is now these younger people in college are making money. I mean, that one guy, the quarterback from Alabama, made like 
what, close to a million in the first what, yeah. month or something? Before the game's even started. Exactly. So now what scares me is these guys are actually around the drinking because of college and this, that, and the other. So now is this going to be an, an, uh, a regular occurrence? You know, that that's my scary thought is, okay, this dude's 22, drank, uh, drank drove, got in an accident, killed somebody. What about these other kids that are, you know, 19, 20, 21? What's going to happen then? Because now we have, instead of 32 football teams, we have, what, thousands of colleges? <laughs> so yeah. It's kind of scary to think about. But I agree. I hope, you know, some of these people step up. Um, I hope it is a wake-up call. But, like, I'm not a big LeBron fan, but I do respect LeBron because he's been in the league how long? He was how old when he joined? He made a bunch of money off the get-go, and he has been in, what, very little trouble. Like, very little. So – he came in at 18. He's 19 years in. I mean, he's been, you know, and you got people like that that hopefully step up, even if it isn't just basketball or football or whatever. You know, you hope that these guys are like talking to these people and seeing what's going on. And like Art said, you know, getting to the root of what's going on with this. Maybe it's from the hits. Who knows? The concussions. Who knows? We just. There's something that needs to be figured out because that's, man, that's a huge blow to the NFL and the Raiders. The NFL is very big on trying to do, like, you know, head safety. You know, there's, you know, rules are, like, making the game, like, how people say it's softer. Well, now we need to take care of the stuff off the field as well. We can't just be taking care of the stuff in field because right now it's clearly, it's, it's making a big point across the league. I mean, in just the last month, we've had controversy because of the head coach of the Raiders and now the wider, the now former wide receiver. Um, so, tragic story. Hope uh, something is good comes out of it as far as the learning experiences. But again, condolences to the family of the young lady. Um, moving on, guys. We have Aaron freaking Rodgers. He's a, as Stephen A would say, and I don't hope not copyrighted. He's a bad man, and he is. He's a he's fucking talented. He's amazing. He's one of the best quarterbacks to ever you know get behind center and just throw the damn ball. But now he's come out you know with COVID nineteen. He is tested positive, and he will not participate in the game between the Packers and the Chiefs. Give me a thought. Give me your thoughts, Trey, on the fact that one, Aaron Rodgers came in, you know, unvaccinated um, into the season. Two, I guess he sent Marco a Bitcoin. Give <laughs> 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 um, me your thoughts on the whole Aaron Rodgers situation. Uh, honestly, man, uh, it, it's kind of crummy. I understand certain people that don't want to be vaxxed. You know, I personally am. Um, I, I had more reasons to do it than not, so that was my push. Um, I, I don't like that he's fighting back trying to say, you know, oh, change the rules for me and this, that, and the other. Because, you know, there's probably – like Cole Beasley, for example. Cole Beasley, you know, he thought he wasn't going to play. Um, obviously, that change, he is playing, so on and so forth. But I, I don't know, man. I think you just got to take your licks when you get them, and this is his lick right now. So, that's I mean, that's my thought on it. Are your thoughts? I mean, just like Trey said, you know, like there's, we've talked about that even with uh, looking into basketball, Kyrie Irving, you know, like he's not going to play with the Nets at his home games. So it's the same thing with Aaron Rodgers, you know, like it's like, all right, now you got COVID. What is the NFL going to do? They're going to find him most likely, 
because for whatever reason, that's some I mean, of he's, the... He's losing a game check. I mean, he's not... He, it's not like he didn't tell... So, like, to, to be more elaborate what's going on, it, the Packers knew he was unvaccinated. The problem is he got up on a press conference and said he was immunized. <laughs> that he Like, he made it seem to the public that, you know, he was good, he was taken care of, that he, you know, all this stuff. But he, he, but he told the team, and, and he was following the regulations and the rules about it, he acted like if he was unvaccinated. He had the mask on. He did everything according to the rules. So the team knew. But, of course, what he told the public was a different story. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean at the same time, you know, it's uh, just like Tracy, you know, some people may decide to get vaccinated, some people not. Like he said, you know, I had reason to do it after the family loss that I that I had. And especially because I wanted to see my friends, too. One of them was dealing with chemo, so we had to be safe around her. And then the other one decided to have a baby during the pandemic. So, you know, we, <laughs> we have to keep. Oh, that me. was you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that sounds true. <laughs> um, but overall, like, I mean, we're just. I'm doing my diligence on trying to keep myself and my family safe and my friends around me. So I'm not saying people that don't get vaccinated don't do that. It's just this is my way. This is my take on doing that. Well, um, it's not like you're going to come after somebody that's not vaccinated too or right. change things. You know that that's that's my biggest concern with that whole situation is you got to live it, man. You you chose not to. You got to deal with it. That's it. Yeah, everyone's got their choice. Look, we're going to respect it. Clearly, we have feelings of our own about this stuff. And shoot, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say like clearly right away I wanted to be vaccinated. I, I did not. I, I don't know what's going on at all. Like, I'm not just saying what's what they're going on in my body. I'm just saying I don't know in general what's going on. And I feel like that was a lot of confusion for a lot of people. But at the end of the day, I did it for my family. That's what my wife asked. And so I did it. Mm-hmm. Marco has Marco has a statement. He didn't want to be a distraction to the team. So he may have seen to the public like he was vaccinated. Might have backfired though. It has, it has backfired because once again we have Packers versus Chiefs and we don't see Rodgers versus That's Mahomes. That's what I'm most upset about, man. I I wanted to see the good game. And don't get me wrong, it's still gonna be a good game. And Jordan Love, I hope he balls out. I really do. But I wanted to see Pat versus Raj, bro. Like that was the that was it. When are, are, are we ever gonna get the State Farm Bowl? I mean, really, like <laughs> every year, man, it's the first time they were supposed to play, like about two years ago, Mahomes got hurt with that knee injury, so he was out. So the high school teacher was in that quarterback. This time around, it's Rogers' replacement. Now he's in, and Mahomes. So like, it's crazy. I unless they go to the Super Bowl, this might be the final shot. I don't know. I mean, of course, I think they play each other again in two years, but still, man, they're just <laughs> they like to avoid each other clearly at certain times. All right, Art. Right, any final thoughts? On that one, nah, man. I, I, I was looking for that for that matchup between uh, Rodgers and Mahomes to see which one was the better. I mean, not which one's the better court, but just to show each other off. See, exactly. I, I feel like whenever Mahomes has like an actual competition, he actually performs to outperform your QB, and Rodgers does the same. Yeah. And that's what I was hoping for. So when I saw the matchup coming up, I was like, man, Packers, Packers, cheese. I was like, this is gonna be a good game. Yeah. Whether both defenses suck or one defense sucks, the offense, like, I don't give a, I don't give a crap about it. I just want to see a good play from two quarterbacks, and now we have Mahomes and Love. It could be a shootout for sure. So, hey, and it might, hey, you know what? It might be good too because Love, which I don't believe is true, a lot of people were saying he's the next Mahomes or you know coming out of the draft and stuff like that. Now, I don't believe that personally. It, Mahomes is his own rarity, just like Rogers' own rarity, and so forth. So, so 
We'll see how it goes. I think it's still as long as it's not another Chiefs Giants game. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Love, love kind of reminds me of like a Kaepernick type year. That's what he makes me kind of think of. I still need to see that uh, that series that it has on Netflix. Um, I finished it. Oh, <laughs> you want to share any thoughts on this trailer? Unless it's, you haven't seen it, and no, you spoiled. I'm, it's all good. You can spoil it. It's it's a good little documentary about his life. You know, like I I think the perspective that he puts on it right off the bat, it's you know it's it's interesting to see how as a young kid he's being shaped to be this NFL QB that he wants to be. Um, he does go into some of the well, most of it is about going to the racial profiling and what he lived through his life and what he went through in the NFL, you know. And we've seen a lot of tweets on that and Instagram posts on, you know, the first thing that comes out of oh, the NFL is the same thing as slavery. Um, so it's it's a really big controversial thing, man. And we'll see. I'm I'm excited to not excited, but well, yeah, actually I'm excited to see how the NFL response to this because it that's, is on netflix exactly and a lot of people watch it and i agree that's the big thing man if he had a chance to maybe possibly get re-signed to an nfl roster i don't believe this is unless they're like super open about it and they're okay with it i i highly doubt this is going to be the the reaction that some of the nfl teams or owners are going to take about that he had his chance a few years ago to get back into the league to impress some coaches, some uh, scouts. But in the end, it, they were unimpressed with his professionalism, his skills. So he wasn't signed. So Yeah, I think the biggest thing behind him is the drama. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate because I think he was talented. I mean, for the most part, I think he's better than most of the backup quarterbacks out there. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that Nathan Peterman had just finally been released by the Raiders – the man who averages like five interceptions a game, that he finally got cut. I mean, come on now. Colin Kaepernick is better than that, I think. <laughs> All right, guys. And then Marco says, Jordan Love reminds me of Dan Orlowski. He stinks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not a good comparison, guys. It's not a good comparison. Great analyst, though. Beautiful mind on ESPN, but just awful. Awful on the field. All right, Trey, we're coming towards the end of the episode, so we're now going to start talking about our predictions for week nine. Ooh, are you ready, brother? Yeah. And we're actually going to do this before a, a Thursday night football game, finally. I know. Of we're on not the game or after the game. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's, it's what we're finally here. Are we finally yeah, made it. <laughs> All right. Tomorrow night, the big, epic Thursday night showdown is Jets at Colts. No, uh, man, the Jets are they're they're all right, but I think the Colts are taking it. Man, Wentz has been on this game for a little while. They they've got a lot of talent around them. Pittman went off on Sunday, uh, so I, I hope he continues it. Uh, obviously, you know Steven, he's a big Colts fan, so shout out Steven. Uh, I I think the Colts take it, bro. I really do. All right, your thoughts? I agree with that one. I think the Colts take it. They are at home. They have the advantage for that. But I don't know, man. I want to see a little more about Mike White. I want to see what he can do. Hey, I want to... <laughs> you saw about that guy who bet on him, right? That was crazy. Did, did, you, did, you, see, did you see that that man made more money than Mike White did? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good for him, though, man. That's a good bet. I'll take it any day. You know what? Just to be fun, for fun, I'm going to say Jets. 
I'll pick the Jets on this one. Mike White, show me what you got, man. Show me what you got. All right, guys. Give me – I'll start with you. Give me Browns at Bengals. I think the Bengals take this one. I think the Bengals have looked good. Uh, the Browns have looked awful, man. And even with those right now rumors about Beckham, I, I think the team's somewhere else, man. I don't think they're in the right head. And I think a lot of it has to do with uh, with Baker. I don't think Baker is doing much, man. I'd have to. He's not a leader. Baker, uh, Baker still hurt the OBJ stuff. I think Landry has some things going on still because obviously he was in and out on Sunday. I'm taking Bengals. Burrow's been Burrow's been nice this year so far, so I'm taking Bengals. I got Bengals. That that embarrassment against the Jets. I mean, you you see the Titans. They've come back and won four straight since they lost to the Jets. I think the Bengals look for some revenge and look. OBJ isn't going to be there this Sunday, most likely. This the the head coach Kevin Stefanski said he he might as well not be on the team because he's at this point he's not even show he's not going to show up anymore. And OBJ senior, ooh, yeah, that was man, that was crazy. I can't believe he did that. Man. That was rowdy. That was rowdy. So we we all got Bengals on that one. Brown people liked it, like the the players. That's oof. I stirring that pot. Ooh, for sure. Ooh, Trey, I'm gonna start with you on this one. Broncos at Cowboys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, okay. If in in reality, if we had our defense, I would take us. But no, there's no shot. Our defense has given up way too much recently. We got a lot of injuries. I'm going Cowboys. Plus, man, I like that. That's my boy. I like him. Art. Uh, Dak is supposed to play right again. He's supposed that's to. Said, I, that's what I last I read at least. So. so I do like the Cowboys winning this one, but I think the Broncos take it just because they want to make a statement okay. after losing Bon Miller. And actually, I can see that. I can see that. I, I think they, they're just going to be like, all right, we lost our, our main franchise player. I, I think we're going to come out and, and play. Hey, and honestly, Vaughn was out last game and Malik Reed went off. I think he had what like two or three sacks, something like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I could I could see that, man. I really could. You know what? If Cortland Sutton could show up for me in fantasy football more often, <laughs> <I'm> you, <laughs> I think we, we I'd I'd be betting on the Broncos, but I can't do that. I, I'm gonna bet on the Cowboys on this one. Dak or without Dak, it's it's really tough to see. Denver, they've struggled with teams that have been on a winning streak and just right now, we're looking at the Cowboys who haven't lost since week one. They're looking good. They're hungry. They want to bring the chip back to Texas. I don't think they will, but they want it. And they're looking really good right now. So I'm putting the Cowboys. All right, I'll start with you. Texans at Dolphins. Really, man? You gave me, like, the worst one. <laughs> hey, uh, both teams have one win. Someone's got – this could be a draw or someone finally gets their second win. Can you imagine one in Miami, right? <laughs> Being a tie. Oh, God. It's in Miami, yes. I'm going to give it to the Dolphins uh, just because of Tua and I think uh, Parker and, and Waddle do a little bit something more in Gesicki, but uh, it just seems like the Texans are going down on a downhill again. So I'm giving it to the Dolphins. I say the Finns. I agree. I think I think Tua is starting to kind of get his rhythm. He's – He's learning. Uh, obviously, he's still very young, but he does have a lot of talent around him. Uh, Gasecki, Gaskin, you know, all those guys. So uh, I, I agree. I go Dolphins. Yeah, I'm going to go with Dolphins as well. I mean, there's just not enough tools on, on both sides. I mean, for the Texans at this point, 
they're just there to be there. And they're most likely to get the number one pick of the draft this year at this rate. And make sure the Jets got more wins than the Texans. I don't think I've ever thought I would be saying that this season. No. But it is what it is. Um, damn. But Tua, you know what? Just to give like I think Tua's better than what people think. He's just I don't think the organization did him well. They didn't do him justice this season. That compared from what they came in from last season. Last season they were looking pretty good. They were moving the right direction, and now they're just stink. All right, Trey, give me Falcons at Saints. Man, whew. that's a tough one, man. Because uh, obviously I want to say Saints, but man, they have a lot of stuff going on too with the whole Michael Thomas situation. Uh, I, I think I'm still gonna have to stick Saints, man. I really do. Winston is down, but Taysom has some skills. Uh, obviously, he's a you know a threat, both legs and arms. So I'm, I'm gonna say Saints. It's tough, but I'm gonna say it. Art. I'm gonna go Falcons, uh, just because I don't know if Taysom Hill has cleared the concussion protocol yet, and he was in concussion for the past three weeks. So even if he comes up this week, he might still have some of the lingering back in there. Uh, I don't know who else they have as quarterback. Trevor Simeon, maybe. That that man could beat the Bucks. He could beat the Falcons. I'm just saying. <laughs> touche. Yeah. Touche. So, I mean, I'm still gonna give it the Falcons. I think they're gonna they're they're gonna work around uh the Calvin Ridley situation. Um, and I do believe that with Pitts and Patterson, they're able to move the ball a little bit better uh, than the Saints will. Yeah, uh, I do like Pitts. Pitts is making a nice little run now, trying to go for you know rookie oh, of the year. Our guys, week seven or eight, Pitts is going to start showing out. I called it, and sure man, enough, I I got Pitts on a trade, man, but I didn't believe it happened either. So I, hey. I'm happy with it now. So since week seven or eight, he's going to start showing off, and sure enough, all all it took was a a trip to London and no really, and then you see who Kyle Pitts is and. Yep. He's balling. My, Matt Ryan is finally getting some accurate throws to him, and so they're looking good. But I'm gonna go with the Saints. You're gonna go. I'm gonna go with the mind of Sean Payton. I'm gonna go with Alvin Kamara. I'm gonna go with that defense, a defense that was able to keep Tom Brady at bay. The team, the team that could, that regardless of what we thought before the season, without Drew Brees, without Michael Thomas for majority of the season, they're looking pretty good. They're five and two, like that. They're a quiet five and two, and that's. Crazy to think. So I'm going to go stick with the Saints because the Falcons, they choke. You know, see Super Bowl 51. Uh, Art, give me Raiders at Giants. Uh, the Raiders take this one. The Giants have depleted their wide receiver core and Saquon's still not back. So uh, I, the Raiders take it. Even with this... Uh, with the Heron Rux news, I feel like the Raiders after bad news, they kind of jump up and they they say, okay, we're 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 center where we're supposed to be. And you know, I think after the bye, they're they're good, they're good for it. Man, I I I think I agree. I think the Raiders are gonna push hard just because of the situation. Um I think Derek Carr is gonna go off, to be completely serious. Um, I just I'm curious as to who now. Obviously, losing one of your bigger receivers now. So, uh, I'm I'm gonna go Raiders. If if all things considered, man, they need to remember you got Darren Waller. Like exactly. you you need to get that man the, the touches because he's had, besides week one, he's had a very quiet season. I mm -hmm. mean, 
the targets aren't there. And uh, but I mean, when you have weapons around, like you had rugs, you had Renfro. I mean, so you got Edwards, you know, Jacobs can still run the ball really well. And then you got Kenyon hitting Drake right behind him. It's a really good solid offense. And you got Matt Crosby on the other side, you know, fucking tearing up, scared scared people. So Raiders are a dangerous team. But you know what? I'm actually going to go with the Giants on this one. Um, Different situation. I mean, look at the situation with, you know, John Gruden. When that scenario first happened, it was like a few days right before the game. And they lost. They that was their second loss of the season, and it didn't go well. And then after he got fired, they rallied. They came back together, and they looked fantastic. Bro, you're talking about one of the guys in the locker room right now. His locker room's been emptied out. It's getting you know tossed and everything. Like, and you're feeling the effects. It's, it. I don't. I don't even know. Like, this is even worse in the situation, Gruden. I mean, probably it's depending on how everyone feels about it. But that that emotion, and then you have to travel. I'm going to go with the Giants on this one. I mean, just it's too much emotional regression right now. It's tough. Derek Carr is proven to be the leader, locker room leader of that squad, and he's trying to keep you know that faith up. But I don't know if that team could rally and not see the Giants pulling an upset, small upset, like slightly winning, maybe by a field goal, but hopefully a better game than we saw on Monday night. Uh, Trey, give me Patriots at Panthers. Man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Pats. I'm gonna go Pats. I know you're a Pats fan, and that's not why I'm choosing it. I'm, I, I like the young squad, man. Uh, he's 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 learning. He's learning little by little. So I don't think he'll be as good as TB12, but he can definitely play. So uh, I'm curious as to see how good he can get, really, as long Absolutely. as he's healthy, obviously. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Pats. Arturo, what you got, man? So they've lost four straight. The Panthers, yes. Right. And they're going against, no, 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 five straight. No, four. They're four and four. They had a. Oh, no, they, they won against the Falcons, right? Oh, uh, that's right. That's right. That's right. They've lost four of the last uh, um, five. And it's at home. I'm going to yeah. give it to the Panthers. Okay. I think they bounced back. Uh, and then they did uh, activate the former. New England Patriots. Uh, he, he played last week. Yeah, more. So uh, I think he comes back and has a couple of good plays on the on the Patriots, knowing the system. So I'm going to give it Panthers on that. Um, I told you last week I had the Pats beating the Chargers. I'm, I feel confident in them. They're moving in the right direction. What well, even though they lost to the Cowboys and the Bucks, they fought very well. Um, and I think they're moving in the right direction. So I'm just going to go with the Pats. I mean, there's really not much to explain about that one. I think they're moving in the right direction. This is a team that they should be. The Panthers have fallen since they lost J.C. Horn, since they lost CMC. And CMC is supposed to come back this week, actually. So maybe he makes a difference to where the Panthers could yeah, He had been still the original injury, though. That's my – man. We'll see. We, we shall see. But I got the pats on that one. Art, give me Bills at Jaguars. You can keep this one short if you want. <laughs> <laughs> the Bills take this one. Uh, they're just going to – Pounds the Jags. They're gonna make a new skin coat Ooh. from the Jags, man. That's what they're gonna do. Hey, dirty. Uh, yeah, I, I think the Bills. I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I want Trevor to go off, but Bills. Yeah, that's the Bills. The the and the AFC East still belongs to them. They're the top team there. They're probably they're, they're the best team in the in the in the conference right now. Like, 
as a Pats fan, I hate it, but you know, at the same time, I have to respect it. Um, they are they are the team to beat right now. Trey, give me Vikings at Ravens. Man, I'm gonna go. Uh, foo foo. I'm gonna go Vikes. I'm gonna go Vikes. Yeah. Oh. I, I just man, I can't trust Eljad, bro. I can't. Uh, don't get me wrong; he's so hard to stop, but I just I can't trust his his follow through, his finishing up. You know, uh, Kirk's been looking nice. You got JJ over there. You know, he's been kind of quiet, uh, but he's starting to make a thing. Obviously, Thielen is Thielen. Uh, I'm gonna go Vikes. Art, I'm gonna give it to the Ravens. Um, yet again, they're coming out their bye, and I feel like they're rested on it. And you know, just like Trey said, you know, Lamar Jackson, it's hard to stop. Um, but I know we talked about that the same kind of we compared him to Patrick Mahomes, you know, like he was doing a lot of the running, a lot of the running, and, and defense has kind of figured him out. Um, but now he's he's getting accustomed to the pass, he's making some good passing plays deep and uh, passing plays. So I think the the Ravens take this one. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna agree with you, Art. I think the Ravens have this one. They're coming off the bye where they lost uh, 41 to 17 against the Bengals, division rival. But then you have the Vikings coming off the loss against the Cowboys and Cooper Rush. Like, yeah. bro, like, come on, bro. It's the ca- I mean, they got a squad, man. They got. I mean, squad. they have a squad, but why are they three and four? Then they yeah. they should be better than that. They're the gritty team that I think they should be above this but they're losing too many tight games and bro ravens are gonna make him look the defense looks silly over there i mean yeah that's the only concern man is that defense is is a little stuff so i'm gonna go with lamar i'm gonna go with the former mvp i I think that's just the better pick in this situation art give me charges at eagles uh the chargers take this one uh justin herbert bounces back after horrible weeks of playing football um, yet again, the, the charges were held out, man. Mike Williams, they took out the first weapon. Uh, Keenan Allen went off, but yet again, like, uh, Austin Eckler was there too. So I think the Eagles don't have so much of a great defense to do what other player, other teams have done to the Chargers. So I think, uh, Justin Herbert bounces back on this one. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree. I am kind of curious to see how the Eagles defense does. Especially with the re-signing of uh, what's his name? I can't even think of his name now. Wow. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. I think the, the that Herbert makes a bounce back. I think that they have too many good weapons. You know, you got Allen, you got Williams, you got obviously Eckler who goes off. You know, uh, they they have a lot of good stuff around them, and Herbert has the potential. So I'm gonna go Chargers. Yeah, same here. I think they they shake off that uh, two game losing streak and they come back with a win. Philly. It's Philly. Yeah. I mean, they're What's not it? they're not really gonna you know make you happy. They're gonna disappoint you. Ask the Philly fans. They they know they know. Except for the anomaly of 2017 and Nick Foles, you know every, everything else is just like sadness over there. And I don't blame them. Go Ben Simmons. Yeah, um, Trey, give me Packers at Chiefs. I'm gonna go Chiefs on this one, man. Uh, I I think uh, don't get me wrong. I think Love can do some work, but. Mahomes has been kind of shaky, and I think, like Art said earlier in the in the podcast, man, like I think uh, I think he has to show out because of what the Packers' potential is, man. I really do. So I'm a, I'm gonna go Chiefs, man. All right, I know this is your favorite subject of the week. Every time you get to predict <laughs> the Chiefs' downfall, what is it this time? So last week I gave it to the Chiefs, 
and okay. it was a narrow a close win. game. It was yeah, it was a really close game. And you and I talked about it. It's it's kind of sad to see the Chiefs play the way they're playing. Um, I'm gonna give it to the Packers. I told you from the beginning. I, I thought the Packers were gonna be the Chiefs, and I think they can beat the Chiefs without Aaron Rodgers. Uh, after beating the Cardinals with the defense, because that that was mainly what it was. It was a defense. And they did it without their defensive uh, head coach. So now that they're getting him back, I think the Packers do stop the Chiefs. And, man, Patrick Mahomes, I know he's a great quarterback, but he's making a lot of throws that are hitting the receiver hands, and they just bounce back. They just bounce out of them. Yep. And those are the little plays that you need to capture and, and go off again and, and score a defensive touchdown. So I think that's, we're going to see a lot of that in this game. Um, so I'm going to give it Packers. Packers have a, an amazing team outside of Rodgers. So clearly Rodgers makes them even more spectacular than they are, but you're talking about Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, who should be coming back from COVID too. Um, Alan Lazard, um, MSV should be coming off of the IR and, you know, he should Randall be good Cobb. to go. <laughs> Randall Cobb, man, he's having his own resurgence, you know, hey, after. Yeah, he's doing good. I like Cobb. Yeah, he's doing good. And that defense, they've been playing solid since week one. They've been playing pretty good. So, uh, I don't. I don't want to believe that the Chiefs will lose this one at home, but I, they're not convincing me to like go for them. So I'm gonna say Packers this week as well. Um. All right. No comment from Marco this time. <laughs> uh, Marco, any thoughts? Any thoughts, buddy? I'm surprised. No. Yeah. Uh, he probably like hopped off. He's like, no, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> um. All right. Art, right, give you me know, a car. Well, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You know what? Thinking about it. Marco does have uh, Aaron Rodgers on his roster for fantasy. So if he had played, if he was healthy, he was not in COVID. I wonder how I, – I really want to know how, how he would have felt about that game, this specific game. Would he want Rodgers to go off in his fantasy team or would he want him to, like, you know, take a step back and not be the, the Chiefs that much? <laughs> when you have $700 on the line to win – I think you're going to go for your guy first. Right? <laughs> go off, but lose. <laughs> I mean, I've had this in there before when I had teams going against the Patriots. And I'm like, okay, can you go off, but can you take the L? And it's yeah. Happened, so. <laughs> so that's I'm good with that. Like, I'm pretty sure that's what his mindset, too. Art, give me your thoughts on Cardinals for at uh, 49ers. So the 49ers lost the first game. The Cardinals are dealing with some injuries right now. We don't I know about Kyler Murray. Kyle Mary has that uh, that ankle sprain, but apparently it was a it was a really really bad ankle sprain and a part of the ankle that usually you don't hurt. So they don't know how he's going to be working it. I think it was a low ankle sprain, uh, inside low ankle sprain, something like that. Uh, Hopkins is dealing with the hamstring. Um, I believe I'm going to give it to the 49ers just because of how Debo is playing. Um, besides from that, I, I think it's just Debo. Uh, maybe a U goes out this game. We haven't seen that in any of the games, but um, I think the 49ers take this one because of the injuries in the Cardinals. I'd have to agree. I think uh, Debo's been going off. I, man, Ayuk's been riding my bench this whole season. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it is to say. Um, but I, I'm, I'm going 49ers too. I think the Cardinals are super injury-ridden uh, right now. Um I just I don't see anybody stepping up really. Don't get me wrong, they have talent, but you know they lost their what their biggest defensive player. They have some other backups, obviously, but uh, I think the 49ers would with the beautiful Jimmy G go off, man. 
Chandler Jones is back for the Cardinals, but damn that that run game is going to be crucial for the 49ers to get past the you know the Cardinals because that's what JJ Watt was doing great. He was stopping the run and just keeping them at bay. And I mean, look at what they did to Derrick Henry. By the way, RIP. My oh, and AJ Green is in COVID. He's in. He has. Uh, he tested positive for COVID too. Yeah. So it's it's all signs say 49ers. You have no excuse. All signs say that. Moore's like, about to go off for <laughs> oh, the Cardinals. Man. I mean, they have no one else. Uh, so I got 49ers as well. It's just, geez, the Cardinals who were looking, they were Top up there. Watch, man, they were yeah, they were looking real good. But I mean, they could bounce it around once the injuries and everything like turns it around. Yeah. Hopefully, they'll be back towards late, and they but the team can keep it up until then. Trey, give me Titans at Rams. Sunday Ooh, night football. Man. Obviously, losing big old Derrick Henry is a big, big blow. <laughs> we were talking about this the other night. Um, that's a tough one, man, because Stafford been looking good with their Rams, bro. So I'm, I'm personally going to go Rams. I really am. Don't get me wrong. I think the uh, the Titans' pass game is going to step up a notch. Um, I'm kind of curious to see how they do with AP. Uh, I'm, I'm really intrigued with that. I'm not going to lie. I picked him up in my other league <laughs> just to just to see what it's about. But nice. I'm going Rams, bro. I think the addition with Von Miller, uh, their defense has been, man, ridiculously nasty against everybody. Um, and then Stafford's been looking good with all his people. You know, he, he's got Woods. He's got Cup, who's been one of the best years I've seen Cup in a long QB time. QB2 right now, man. I, I love Cup, man. I've always been a big fan of Cup. I've been a big fan of Cup as well. Um, he he kind of fell off, what, was it two years ago, something like that? He didn't have as good of a season, or, or three maybe? It was the year they went to the Super Bowl and he tore his ACL and he couldn't yeah. play. So, so And then a little bit of the bounce back. But I, I think the Rams take it, man. They just they got so much talent, dude. They're scary. All right, what do you got? I'm gonna give it to the damn dude. I you know I love to call the upsets, man. I love to You're do that. Calling it now? I'm gonna call the Titans being the Rams. That'd be a, wow. that'd be a huge upset, though. I think the Titans. I mean, I see it really, really unlikely with the whole signing of Von Miller, man. But I think the Titans take the win on this one. I see That's it hard, weird. but I think they pull the upset on this Sunday game. What what tells you that though? Like without Henry, it's a little. It's it's. I just really have a gut rough. feeling, man. It's, it's the same feeling that I had. I know, man. So it's the same gut feeling that I had whenever the Titans beat the Bills. Trey, what were you saying? I said they still got a great offensive line, so you could put us back there and we get some yardage. <laughs> They're lying. I don't know if I want to be there when Aaron Donald charging at me. <laughs> I'm good. That'd be the only time I'd want to meet Vaughn, and I'd be kind of scared. So, ah, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm gonna go with the Rams because I don't have any signs right now, man. Like, just what are these running backs gonna do compared to Derrick Henry? Both of them combined at this stage of the game for AP, and then you know the Nichols kid. Then they they don't even like equate for half of Derrick Henry, you yeah. know. So for that sure. product that productivity is lost. So I'm gonna go with the Rams to tear it up. Not like the Titans defense has really like been doing great outside of the you know the Chiefs game. But I mean I'm gonna go with the Rams on this one. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Matthew Stafford's having a resurgence year. And I thought he was a bust. And I mean in Detroit anyone's a bust. Oh that yeah, exactly. I was gonna say that shows you right there the difference between a team swap right there. Because look mm-hmm. at Goff. Goff was doing all right with the Rams and now he's not doing anything. 
Not at all. All right, guys, and close out Monday Night Football. Art, this is your team. Give me your thoughts on Bears at Steelers. So, hmm. I'm going to go with the Bears on this one. Shocking. Just because (laughs) I think they're going to bounce back on this one. I'm not saying the Steelers are not playing bad. They have a great defense. Uh, but their offense has been kind of shaky. And there's been a lot of games that the Steelers should have lost that they won because of a kick or they, they lost because of a missed field goal from the other team. Um, so I think the Bears take advantage of that. And I believe that they get the win this time. Finally, they get the win. Uh, probably Matt Nagy's going to be like, oh, yeah, they did it with me. They couldn't win last year when I, uh, last, last week when I wasn't here. But uh, no, I think the Bears take this one. It's going to be a close one, but the Bears take this one. Sure. I'm going to go Steelers. Um, I just don't think they've let the kid loose the way I would want him to. Uh, I, I personally don't. I wish they would release him a little bit and let him do kind of his Mahomes-like thing or whatever you want to call it. I I just I think they've held him down too much. So I, I'm going Steelers. They really need to have more run option plays for Justin Fields. Let him, lose, let him, do, what, let him do what he did, man, in Ohio State because – it's 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 horrible. Like the the way that like regressions, like you know, Mitchell Trubisky, man. Imagine what he'd be like if he didn't have Matt Nagy. I mean, don't get me wrong, Matt Nagy had that one good year. He was coach of the year. They went to the playoffs, and it's been downhill since. But I mean, what, don't do this to Justin Fields. No, don't. not somebody as athletic as him, man. That's like that's like telling Kyler or Pat or any of those guys. Yeah, you know what? Tone it back a little bit. Let's not. You know what I mean? Like. You got to release that kid, man. Just let him do his thing. If he messes up, he's young. He'll learn next year, you know? like Exactly. So because of that, I'm going to go with the Steelers. I mean, last week I picked the Steelers over the Browns, which I know Art was like, really? But, you know, it kind of proved that the Browns are not in the same mindset as they used to be. And I'm saying the same thing with the Bears. They're not in the same mindset. And regardless, Mike Tomlin knows how to win games 30. Big Ben knows how to win games dirty. I mean, you got Najee Harris. Um, that wide receiver core is hurt as hell, though. But, I mean, they, they're going to find possibly a way to do it. And it's going to be a probably a low-scoring, close matchup, just like how the Steelers won against the Browns. But they'll do enough. I definitely mean nitty-gritty for sure. Absolutely. Well, guys, that concludes episode 57 right there. Whew. It's a long, long one. Trey? Thank you for coming on, man. Thank you for joining us, sharing your thoughts and your wisdom amongst us young, young kids who don't know shit. No, it was fun. Um, Where can the people find you at? Do you have any plugs that you want to like shout out or like things they're doing? Instagram, Chicken Trey Parker, man. I'm just chilling. No, nothing big right now, man. Just been busy with work. So nice, brother. Nice. All right. Where can the people find you at, man? Uh, Y'all can find me at Beach Bum AI. I, there you go. Simple as that. He, he's not going to post nothing, but you can find him there. That's exactly what's going on. <laughs> All right, guys. And you can follow the podcast at Puro Pincha Sports Podcast on Instagram and at Pincha Sports Pod on Twitter. For Trey Parker, Arturi Bada, I am Jose Garza. We are Puro Pincha Sports, and we are out.